Hello from Toronto and thank you for joining us for the latest edition of the Meeting Highlights audio podcast of the Consultative Advisory Group of the International Public Sector Accounting Standards Board. This podcast will cover some of the agenda items discussed at the CAG's recent meeting on June the 18th in Toronto. I'm John Stanford, Technical Director of the International Public Sector Accounting Standards Board. Joining me is the chair of the CAG, Thomas Muller Marcus Berger. Thomas, could you tell us about the recent meeting? Thanks, John, for giving me the opportunity to talk about uh, the June CAC meeting 2018. Again, uh, this meeting agenda saw an interesting mix of forward-looking items, also looking at past experience from implementation of accruals in the past and interesting technical topics. First of all, we had a presentation on blockchain um, and the technological uh, developments around this um, with a special focus on what would be the impact on a standard set uh, resulting from this technology. I think the takeaway from this presentation, which was done by Mark McDonald, the global PFM leader at EY, was that the impact probably is rather indirect than direct on the work of a standard setter. Obviously, this uh, technology is able to reduce cost of uh, uh, preparation of information, which probably would address one of the criticisms regarding standard setters that the requirements in the standards create costs and are rather burdensome on preparers. So this uh, technology might help in that respect. The second issue is that obviously it is able to combine different perspectives of information, um, which especially in the public sector would be of great interest if this uh, technology would help to uh, link the perspectives of cash-based accounting on one side, but the cruel accounting figures on the other side as well to each other. And last but not least, obviously, there is an ability of linking financial information with non-financial information, which is especially in the context of the public sector and the use of accrual information by decision makers is of special interest. Therefore, probably looking forward, the blockchain and technology around that would be interesting to be monitored uh, in the context of theme D and E of the new strategy and work plan of the IPSSB, um, i.e. advocating the benefits of accrual accounting and uh, support the implementation of IPSS looking forward. The second presentation was done by Bill Matthews, the Senior Associate Deputy Minister of National Defence of Canada, on the accrual implementation in Canada and its challenges and lessons learned. He looked at three or better four areas um, of uh, the uh, implementation of accruals, which is the approach taken, systems being impacted, policies and people. And he did that uh, from both perspectives from a planning perspective up front to the project, but also in hindsight and what uh, might have done differently compared to how it was done and planned. The takeaways probably were threefold, um, as I understood that. Um, first of all, I think uh, f he recommended that uh, in hindsight he probably would not talk about an accrual reform or an accounting reform. He would rather talk about a public finance management reform in order to increase the relevance and acceptance of such undertakings um, also on the political level. 
The second takeaway was that probably he would be more directive in hindsight when it comes to the technical foundation of the reform. In other words, um, the usage and the selection of ERP systems and IT systems being the backbone of such a reform. And last but not least, he recommended uh, investing more time in capacity building and uh, include political decision makers into the training efforts in order to create understanding and acceptance for the results of the reform. When we looked at the projects, um, the agenda um, included the three main projects uh, from a technical perspective of the IPSSB at the moment, which is revenue, social benefits and non-exchange expenses. Talking about the revenue project, the aspects were, again, threefold. The first of all was uh, the general approach to the new revenue standards. Uh, explicitly the use of the public sector performance obligation approach for transactions which do have some performance obligations but not all uh, criteria um, of uh, IFRS 15. I think the board received some support regarding using the uh, public sector performance obligation approach for these category B transactions um, um, as a way forward. Secondly, the CAG discussed uh, the treatment of capital grants um, and whether the public sector performance obligation approach could be expanded to capital grants and uh, by that uh, provide guidance to how capital grants would be treated. And actually, I think a majority of the CAC members supported expanding this approach to capital grants, not at least um, for consistency reasons of the treatment of grants in general. And last but not least, um, there was the question about how to treat voluntary services. As you know, at the moment, there is uh, not a requirement, but an encouragement to include and recognize voluntary services. Um, I think the CAG um, encouraged and recommended to keep this uh, a current uh, requirement or this current treatment in the standards um, for voluntary services and not to require recognition of those. When it came to the social benefits project, the main aspect obviously was uh, whether the CAG would support going on with ED63 and make that a standard. In other words, whether the obligating events approach would be the right way uh, going forward as it is defined and described in ED63. I think it's fair to say that there still were some conceptual concerns among CAC members, um, which cannot be denied and obviously um, mirrored the concerns uh, which the board got from constituents. But on the other side, I have to say that there were strong voices um, supporting issuing guidance on the basis of ED63, which would be in the public interest um, and, and uh, kind of closing the gap in Ipsos B literature. Last but not least, in this context, uh, the CAC discussed disclosure of forward-looking information um, on the basis of providing information regarding the burden of these programs in social benefits. And um, I have to say that obviously the majority of uh, the CAC members supported disclosing information of future cash flows in financial statements, despite of there has been some critical voices regarding that. 
But I have to also to say that there were doubts uh, whether a five-year um, period, as suggested, would be long enough given the long-term character of these liabilities and programs. Last but not least, um, the CAG discussed uh, non-exchange expenses and again the application of the public sector performance obligation approach to expenses. Um, in general, I, would, uh, I want to say that uh, the majority of the CAG members supported considering the application of the public sector performance obligation approach also to the expense side. To some extent, uh, in the interest of symmetry, but uh, more from a conceptual perspective, um, and that was supported. Regarding guidance for collective services, uh, the majority of CAC members supported that it would be in the public interest to provide guidance for collective services. Um, I think there still has to be a discussion where that should be, but in general, um, guidance was encouraged. So with that, um, as always, I want to thank uh, CAC members for their great contributions and the dynamic and fruitful discussions. I think it uh, has showed to be uh, quite helpful for the board discussion this week. And again, I want to thank staff uh, for the preparation of the papers and the IPSSB chair and the technical director uh, for actively participating in the discussion. The next meeting of the CAG will be on December the 3rd, 2018, in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Meetings of the CAG are open and members of the public may register as observers. More information is available on the IPSASB website, www.ipsasb.org. All CAG podcasts are available in the CAG meetings section of the IPSASB website and listeners can find us on iTunes by searching for IFAC Accountancy Podcast. Listeners can also follow us on Twitter at IPSASB underscore news. Thank you for listening and join us again in December.